Hello and welcome to the fifth and final day of the Stick Flickers podcast game of the year deliberations. We've gone down through four different four different days. I think we can do a, a grand run through at the end, but today we've only got one category, and it's going to be our official game of the year 2017 top ten list. You ready for this, Scott? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Right. Well, let's let okay. So let I think the the easy thing to do is go through this list that we have. And highlight the ones we think are stick-ons. Okay. Don't worry about getting to 10 or sticking to 10. If we go over 10, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just... Or it might be easy, actually, rather than that, because it might give things away. Um, will we go for cuts? How many games have we got all together? We, we work that have out? one. Will we say them? or No, just we'll count, we'll count the games, um, how many we've got all together. Uh, once we've done that, we'll know how many we need to cut to get to our top 10. Um, because I think if we start moving over, the problem with that is that it gives away which games we're hot on, doesn't it? Um, that really does. Um, so we've got one, two, three, one, two, three, four, six games in common, uh, which means we have eight uniques. Each. Or eight uniques altogether. Eight so, uniques altogether. So, eight, nine, ten, so we've got 14 games. So we need to cut four from this list. Yeah. To get to so our top ten. If we if I get rid of these, it might make it a little easier to see what we're dealing with. But you had Breath of the Wild twice. Yes. Good job. So uh, twice. We, okay. So three, four, five, six. We've only got seven games so got, to really choose from. So we've got thirteen games. Yeah. And we've got to get ten. Well I, I yeah. think um both I've got three games here that are the of the three games that are uncommon from you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, both the Sexy Brutal and Flint Hook can go. Interesting. In uh, fact, leave Flint Hook for the moment. Okay. Uh, I might I might see how we feel about that. Uh, but I I would agree that the Sexy, sexy Brutal is absolutely nowhere near it. Like I said before, in hindsight, I don't actually think I like that game very much, <laughs> so it shouldn't be getting on a top 10 list. Is there anything else just looking over kind of like our grand scheme of games that you'd potentially like to add to this before we get hardcore cutting here? Hellblade? Given that we only need to cut uh, two more. So I'll add Hellblade back on here. Anything else? Um, what have we got? Okay, well, I shall add another. I'll add two on here. Because I think that I could probably talk myself into both of these if I had enough booze in me, which I'm not drinking. So, any others? Uh, Prey. I want to talk about Prey. Let's I like, do that. I like Prey a good bit. Excellent. Let's see. See, there's quite a few of these games that had we got to them, I think they could have made it. Yep. Like Divinity. I yeah, think I think that would have been on it. Would have had a really good chance of making this list. Little Nightmares as well would have had a really good chance if we'd just played it. I think so. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, we've really shot ourselves in the foot by having full-time jobs yeah. and not being able to dedicate all our free time to games, yeah. which we would want to do. Yeah. Um, so, looking at this list here... I would say, although it's on both our lists, I wouldn't be upset to see what remains of Edith Finch go. Interesting. What I might do is just not actually delete them, just move them over. Just so we can, in case we have any last minute chain minded changes. 
So you're deleting it from there? Yeah. Let's get it out of there. Um, so to give you a rundown, uh, we have Cuphead, Horizon Zero Dawn, Wolfenstein 2, Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Odyssey, SteamWorld Dig 2, Night in the Woods, Destiny 2, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Hellblade, Windjammers, Prey, Nier, Neo, and Flinthook. Um, Nier was a late addition for me. Um, I can't see this game hanging as it didn't even make my top 10 and you haven't played it. I would like to just give it a shout out. Yep. Because what that game does well, it does exceptionally well. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. The story it tells is just so complex, so layered. And the structure of the game is not for everyone. Um, but I, I really liked the layered system of playthroughs. Uh-huh. So for people who don't know, near Automata, Automata, however you want to pronounce it, is this futuristic world where the human race have been forced to the moon by um, robots, initially robots that they've created, and then there's an alien invasion that kind of takes over the robots. Um, you play as um, initially 2B, who is a humanoid android who's sent down to the world, to Earth from the moon, to basically fight off the robot invasion takeover kind of thing. And you've got your little sidekick, uh, 9S, who is a recon bot. He's not really a, a, a tactical assault kind of bot. Okay. Um, and so the first playthrough is just kind of the your age-old, what is it to be human, can androids gain sentience and feel emotion and develop their own emotions and understand what emotions are. Okay. Um, and but it gets so deep the the the, the first playthrough is kind of just by the numbers you hack and slash fight all these bosses and the the combat is what really lets this game down um, and the world is ugly and it kind of looks like a PS2 game at times not even a PS3 game it really you can tell the development went into the writing and really not much of the actual game. I think it's, honestly, the reason it's not on my list is because it's a bad video game. Um, it's Yeah, it's just a bad game. But the actual storytelling, once you get, I would say it really kicks off halfway through playthrough B. Um, and it sounds bad to say if you can make it that far because you shouldn't have to make it that far in a game for it to be good um, yeah. you you shouldn't have to invest 15 hours in a game before it becomes enjoyable no. and I think that is genuinely the time frame you're looking at I think I was uh, 13 hours to where I got to halfway through playthrough B before it started actually opening up because playthrough 1 you're, you're 9S and you're, you're taking in the story as her then you become you play as 2B the second playthrough and he is like a hacking robot um and he starts like hacking um and and understanding what's going on in the world and he starts understanding all the emotions 
and he starts asking the questions about what it means to be human and then the story really starts opening up and um, I don't want to get too much more into the story because it is the reason to play this game and just on the off chance that you ever get around to it I don't want to spoil it for you yeah um the story genuinely does make this game worth playing but it's like 51 to 49 of everything else okay it's such a slog the gameplay is not fun running around in the world is not fun but the the story and the characters make it worth playing just but it's it's not a good enough game to make this list i mean if generally it's actually a bad video game it's just a good story and the way they tell the story this is such a like a a worn out opinion that i feel bad even repeating it but it's so true it can only be told in a video game form the way it's structured and the way the length of it and how long it takes to um just develop all the characters and the, just the structure of how it's it's done you couldn't really do it in a tv show or a film or a book or anything it kind of has to be a video game um so i just wanted to give it kind of a shout out but ultimately it's not a good game so it can't make this list mm -hmm. so it's gone bang you i See think you later. um that's a fair argument for me if i'm looking at my list flint hook has to go I love that game and it would be on a personal top 10 list. Yeah. But thinking back to previous categories we've done, mm -hmm. it always gets mentioned and then never makes the list. Yeah. If it doesn't make those lists, how can it make this list? No. So it has to go. And yeah. we've spoken about it enough. Yeah, that's fair. I can't really argue because I don't know. I've not played it. Tell um, me why Destiny 2 gets to be in a top 10. Um, It doesn't. Um, It's in my personal top 10 because... It's an exaggerated What Remains of Edith Finch and the, the highs are unbelievable highs and the lows are just monotonous grind. Um, completing the raid was um, a jump in the air, fist pump satisfaction that was only beaten by Cuphead. Um, the online crucible mode i really enjoy and i don't particularly like competitive online stuff yeah. especially first person shooters overwatch aside um and i found it really satisfying even though i was terrible at it uh, the nightfalls are good um the prestige nightfalls fun i like the way that they work with so when you do the nightfalls and the it's not raid, the, the smaller condensed version. What are they called? Strikes. Strikes. When you do them, they add different stipulations each week. Okay. So they might give you less health, but make your um, buffs, like your 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 uh, skills come back faster. Okay. So you've got constantly spamming grenades and your supercharges faster. And it's just the way they work with things like that is really cool. It's really enjoyable. And also the general gameplay mechanics are... First-person shooter-wise, second to none, we've discussed that before. But the lows in that game, I thought I wanted a story in Destiny. I didn't. It's not good. <laughs> it's not compelling. It's not interesting. I couldn't tell you a single thing about it, and I've done it three times. Um, the gameplay loop, the grind, is just boring. The only thing that kept me going was playing with my friends, and getting to that magic number so I could do the raid. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how anybody could play Destiny by themselves. I really don't. I would love to hear an argument of... I'd love to speak to Murray and how he managed to play Destiny for so long by himself. Because it's not a good experience by yourself. Um, and yeah, the, the highs are really high, but the lows are really low. And I it can't... It makes my top 10 list because of the fun I had with it, but I can't make a compelling argument for it against some of these other games. So okay. I think it's gone. Um, I think Hellblade goes for me. I, like I said before, it's got pockets of stuff it does really well. Okay. Um, the actual fighting mechanic is surprisingly in-depth um, and it's fun, mm-hmm. but it makes you do the same thing over and over and over again. And I feel like it's also obtuse for the sake of being obtuse. It's meant to be about... Um, mental health but to me on the face of it it just seems like some girl screaming a lot yeah and but then on the flip of that there's like the final mission where you're kind of facing your ultimate demon and you're basically you're trying to get to her and he keeps putting enemies in the way and you basically just keep smashing down these enemies and the way that she kind of like does this blood curdling scream and run you're like yeah i'm going to fuck this chick up mm-hmm. um it's really really good um i just think it's not as good as some of these games in the list yeah no, that's I mean, fair. Um, if I'm if I'm playing a game and I'm thinking, God, is it over yet? It shouldn't be on a top ten list. Yeah, absolutely. That is like my number one. How how am I not at the end of this game? Yeah, really is a telling factor. Wait, in the same way that, for as much as I railed against Destiny Two, and I do think it's as I said, it's lows or lows. I put sixty hours into that game. I can't hate it that much. Yeah. Um. So it, it, it yeah. So we're kind of looking at really, like, so we, should we start maybe putting some games on here that are staying? Yeah, I think, I think Wolfenstein 2 stays. Yep, I agree with that. Um, I think Cuphead stays. Yeah, I think Horizon stays. I would agree with that also. I think Mario stays. I think I agree with that also. And I also, does Breath of the Wild stay? I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't want to start it yet. Yeah, I think... I honestly think it makes it on almost by default. Um, I'm not willing to go to bat for it at all. And I think passion projects I would take over Breath of the Wild. Um, I personally, I know you've not played it, so it's hard to commit to a game this early that only one of us has played, but I think Night in the Woods stays. Yeah, I'm utterly convinced by that game. Um, I think we can stop provisionally starting things for just now. I think everything else okay, here is so up for I'd, debate. I'd unbold Legend of Zelda and I'll bold Night in the Woods just for my eyes. Okay. Good. Um, is there anything here that you want to make an argument for? To yeah, uh, pray. Okay. Uh, so this game, you start off, you wake up in a bed and then you're, you're walking around your room and you you like read your emails and then you get emails from like your brother and he's like, welcome to the... It's like it seems to be a family business, and it's he's saying welcome to the, welcome to the team. We're looking forward to having you, and we're really excited about your ideas. We've just got to do some tests, just normal tests. Um, you walk out of your, you get like your dress. You got like you've got you get dressed. You've got like your champagne and stuff. Like basically just stuff like congratulating you. And then you walk out. You go to your, you go to the lift and you get in a helicopter and you fly off and you start doing these tests. And they keep asking you to do tests and every time you do it, they seem really disappointed. It's like, go to this bit really fast and like as fast as you can in whatever way feels natural. And then you do, you like jump over and walk over and you push it and it's like, is that, is that it? And it seems really disappointing. They keep moving you through to do different tests and 
he gets increasingly disappointed. Then all of a sudden this alien jumps out and kills him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh God. And then they shut you down and just go, okay, well, um, we'll, we'll come back to these tests. And then they like gas the chamber, which knocks you out. And then you wake up in the morning and you're back in your room again. And um, you look out your window and it's still like the nice like cityscape that they had before. And then you kind of go back through, but things are in different places. Like the champagne's moved or there's a book in a different place. And then you look at your email and his email just says, get out of there now. And you're like, oh shit, what? And then you run out and you look out and then you go out and you like get out the door. And um, the person, there's like a handyman the day before working on his stuff and he's just dead. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh no. And you like go to the lift and the lift isn't working and things like that. And then you come back into your room and you, I can't remember how it makes you do it, but you end up, is it, is it like you need to you're like well I've got nowhere to go maybe I can get out to the balcony because the balcony door's locked so you chuck, a, you chuck a chair at the balcony window to get out and it smashes and it's like a fake glass wall oh, and wow. there's stuff behind it and they've just been watching you the whole time Whoa. and then as you kind of like look at other emails and things like that it basically seems like they've been doing tests on you for months but they've been wiping your memory so you can't remember that's really cool and um you get out into the space station because you're actually in space. You're not on Earth like you think you right, are. Right, okay. Um, you're already on the space station. It's just been overrun by these aliens. Uh-huh. And um, your brother's like, um, I need just trust me, don't fuck it up. Uh, but then you've, you've, it turns out that you've had like time as an employee on the space station and you've written yourself like stuff. And he's like, if I get my white mind wiped, then wow. do this. And you're like, oh shit. And then the pro- life, the level progression system is just really, really good as well. In that, so you get this glue gun that like think holds enemies in spots, so you can like beat them. Uh-huh. But then you can like you choose how you upgrade your stuff. So you can upgrade yourself, so you've got better weapons. You can upgrade your weapons, so it's better. But you also get certain powers and things. So that would be things like telekinesis and stuff like that. But the it is so open and the tree is so big mm-hmm. that there's no two ways that I reckon people are doing the game the same oh, way. Really? It's just so open and it is tough as nails. Like uh, the enemies will mess you up. How far did you? How far through did you get it? About ten hours in at the moment, okay. and then I got distracted by Overwatch. Okay. Um, I'm worried that I might need to start again. Okay when I go back, but it's just, it, the, the story is surprisingly good and the gameplay is surprisingly good. Um, it just, the only thing that, that, that draws it back for me personally, and this is a personal thing, not anything wrong with the game, is that it's so hard at times. Um, it almost feels like a horror game because you're scared to go into a room in case one of the big enemies come uh, out. Okay. And it has that uneasy feeling yeah, that yeah. horror games give me in my stomach. So I find points where I wanted to play it, but I also couldn't bring myself to play it. <laughs> Prey is excellent. Yeah, I, you, it's, you it's convinced me. I, I don't know how I've missed this game. That sounds really cool. Um, I, you've you convinced me. I could see that. I could see that staying definitely. Um, I'll make my case for Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's, I'm kind of just gonna go back and rehash my biggest surprise speech. Um, because I did not expect anything from this game at all. Apart from it to be bad, not maybe not even bad, just nothing, which is almost worse. Um, yeah, I expected it to just be a by the numbers Assassin's Creed game, and even from the look of it on gameplay 
gameplay videos and quick looks and whatnot, it, it just didn't do anything for me. And then I actually got, got it, got into it, and it just blew me away with how good it is. I love the the combat. I love the how you get around the cities. I love that your horse is a camel, <laughs> it, which is amazing. I love what they've done with Egypt. It looks spectacular. Um, I love the... I think the biggest thing for it as well is that the side missions, they they aren't just, oh, I've lost something or someone's missing, go fetch him or yeah. you brought him back, here's a reward. They've got some depth to them. There's, there's one where you, you have to find a ring. You speak to some drunk brother or something and he's after a ring that one of his brothers stole from him, I think. And then you, you speak to his other brother and he says the same thing. And then you speak to the third brother and he says the same thing. And they want you to go and fetch the brother back so they can get this ring. And you find the brother and the brother's dead. And you come back and uh, you tell them, oh, your, your brother is dead. Um, like, and they don't care. They, all they want is this ring. And you get to Not choose good. who to give it to. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You Whoever you choose... You end up just uh, so you, so you choose who who you want to give it to, but then you tell them all oh, your your brother's dead um, and they don't care, and then you end up just flinging the ring behind you and walking off. Oh, that's cool. And then, um, uh, yeah, and then like they just all like scrap over it as you just walk away. It's it's really it's stuff like that. It's just like it's not just your buy the numbers, um, buy the numbers. Uh, side quests that lots of open world games just get drug like dragged into. Yeah. Um no I'm 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 very much interested. I in think the the characters of Bayek and Aya are very compelling as well. Um they people always bang on about Ezio um and Fair enough, he he might have been a good character. I barely remember anything about Ezio, but uh, I think you've hold on. What was it? Oh, Simon, sorry. Um, yeah, Ezio was um, it might have been a compelling character, whatever. But Bayek genuinely does seem like quite interesting for an Assassin's Creed character. He 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 spurred on his motivation is the death of his child. But it's like it's his kid's fault. It's not like, oh, he was sleeping and someone abducted him and killed him and now you're on a revenge mission. You're out hunting with him and he doesn't listen to you and he fucks off and then he goes missing and then it turns out that he gets killed by this like sect of people and okay. this it's eventually how you start the Assassin's Order. Right. But it's not just like it, he's not like this flawless character. He's got these He's got a lot of faults to him, and he's got a lot of depth, and it's it's really interesting. It's 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 a really good game. I would recommend it to anyone. And I just think it's the surprise more than anything else. Maybe that's not exactly qualifying for game of the year, but it does so much, and the world is absolutely massive. It's like actually quite um, overwhelming when you first turn the game on because yeah. your little area 
you pull out of the map and you're like, oh, this is quite big. And then you keep pulling and keep pulling and keep pulling and you're like, when is this going to end? And the fucking map is absolutely insane. I think I'm roughly 20 hours in and I don't even, I'm not even halfway, I don't think. Yeah. It's really, I'm interested to see where it goes in terms of story because I know that Julius Caesar's in it and I've been doing stuff with Cleopatra and it's all like, they've tried to kind of include historical figures in it. I'm not exactly saying it's a historical fact, but they've tried to at least incorporate yeah, so Assassin's Creed's pretty good with that. Yeah, they had what's his face? Uh, Leonardo da Vinci yeah. was in too. Yeah, it's it is it's amazing, like genuinely amazing. It it's in any other year it would be the best open world game by a distance that came out, but it just so happens that a lot of people enjoy Breath of the Wild and Horizon came out, so it kind of gets left behind a little bit by that which is unfortunate for it, but it's a great game. I'm very much interested in playing it. My thing that makes me, like, as a drawback, I guess, I don't like, don't stop destinifying my games. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't like the fact, like, Assassin's, like, I hate that you've, like, they've even colour-coded the weapons, haven't they? And when you hit someone, you get little numbers up when you tell them how much health they're losing. That is a good question. No, I think there's just a health bar. I bloody hate Okay, I, I hate I hate bar. the color coding of the weapons. I hate yeah. like oh here's a legend. Like, bugger off! Just Do you know me. they they actually get around it in a way that Destiny doesn't. In that if you find a weapon you like, you can gather materials, go to the blacksmith, and just upgrade it. Whereas it's not like oh I have this cool scythe that I like using. It's level twenty seven and it does thirty DPS. Oh, I've just found this short blade that's level forty and does fifty DPS. It's clearly better, but I like using my scythe. You can just go to a blacksmith and upgrade your scythe to level fifty. Okay. So in that sense, it's not exactly the same. Yeah. So once you find a, a setup that you like, you can just stick to it and just keep upgrading the same stuff. That's what I've done. Yeah. I've got two weapons I really like, two bows I really like, and a um, an outfit that I really like and I just keep upgrading the same shit okay. so in that sense it's it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me the same way like a Destiny does mm-hmm. in that if I've got a scout rifle in Destiny that I love and it's level 280 but I get a subby that's 293 I have to use the subby because it's better and there's no way to make your scout rifle yeah. better so yeah in that sense it is it's different it's different enough and to be honest I thought it was going to bother me a lot more than it does. It, I barely even notice anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... I don't pick up everything. It tells you on the floor if something's better and what it is. And if it's a weapon type I know I don't like, I just don't pick it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, it kind of circumvents that horrible destiny if, destinification yeah. of weapons um, well enough, I think. I think... Okay, so we'll have that. So we've got three... So three slots and four games. Yeah. And um, I can, I'm, I'm getting rid of that full stop. I think Zelda has to make it. I've put 30 hours into that game and I have had a lot of fun with it. Looking through, the, going through and searching the shrines is great fun. Um, and I've just done the one, I think you were talking about it before, um, where you are... Doing the you know the sand beast, mm-hmm. um, f- 
figuring out that you have to dress up as a woman, then yeah. dressing up as a woman, <laughs> and then actually like searching through the dungeons, so to speak, um, and working out the puzzles has been really rewarding. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. There's one where you end up in a massive flying beast. It's like flying around the map really yeah. high up. And um, that's really great fun. You have to like go like in and out, like come out into the like you like fly off of it to like go in little holes and come back. And the, uh, it's the best thing about this game to me is the puzzling. Um, mm-hmm. I I know you you well you just like the actual exploring, don't you? Um, I just find it a bit a little boring. I don't dislike it. Um, I don't think it's the strongest part of the game. I like it fine. Um, like I quite enjoyed when you arrived. I was walking around the woods. So it was quite fun just to sit and think. Right, I know I can get through these woods mm-hmm. and figure how, out how. How do I do it? Yeah, and uh, that was fun. I still don't know how I did it. Yeah. Um. So maybe that wasn't the best example. Um. But it's yeah, it's little stuff. I it's I don't know. I come and go on it because when you were talking about like how like. I don't like that you've almost got to stumble across everything. Mm. Um, so, like, there's that lady that upgrades your gear. Yeah. I stumbled across that by accident. Yeah. So, if you just don't stumble across it, do you just never upgrade your gear? I guess so. Which I think is a pro- problematic. Yeah. Um, I don't like it that much. But then at the same time, I found it and it felt good that I found it. Yeah. There was no, like... The little guy in a village being like, "Oh, there's in there might this be. area that is." There uh, might be. Yeah, I've just never, mm-hmm. never met him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it has to go on the list. Um. Because I, I have had a hell of a lot of fun. I do agree, and I'll be honest. I've only put about seven or eight hours into it, but I know if I'm well by the time I'm done with Breath of the Wild, I'll be easily. 40, 50 hours into that game. I also... Honestly, I just think it might be about the same next year yeah, at that point. I honestly think it might compete... Just part, part of, partly because of the controller input, it might compete with Horizon Zero Dawn and having the best bow and arrow setup of the year. It's really fun to yeah. shoot the bow and arrow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite as good as Horizon, <laughs> but it's, it's certainly up there. It's good. So, we've got Windjammers... Steamworld and Neo for two spots. Yeah. What's jumping out at you? I'm still... I don't know how you feel about Hellblade and I can't muster the the passion for Destiny, but I'm still not counting Edith Finch out. Okay, just, tell me why it's just one of the yet. best games of the year. I just think... I just like that they tried something new. I like the vignette style of the game. I like the art style. I I'm a big fan of the walking simulator style game. Yeah. Its highs are high and its lows are I feel like we've repeated that so many times. The cannery sequence is fantastic. The child actor one's fantastic. I'm sure there's one other one that I really, really liked I'm forgetting about. I I, it's just it's it's more that when I look at it in com- like compared to do I really like it better do I do I like it less than SteamWorld do I like it less than Neo I don't know probably it probably doesn't make this list it probably beats Windjammers for me um, just because of depth I guess yeah um, and I like a story mm-hmm. um, and I think I probably got more time I yeah. think if I had again to repeat myself I had someone to play Windjammers with. I think I would have played a lot of that game. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it would scratch the similar itch to 
um, Nidhogg, which I'm a big fan of. Oh, yeah. Um, but you have to be on a similar skill level. It's not fun. Yeah. Uh, and is it fun by yourself? No. Okay. What remains of Edith Finch, that child sequence with the shark rolling down the hill and the cat. Yeah. Was that at least, I hated that. At least it was the first one. Yeah. And it got out of the way. Um, try to think. That one where you go off with your dad. Is it your dad or your granddad? And you're look, trying to take pictures. Yeah. I didn't like that because they ended up, there was a bit where it wanted me to take a picture and I couldn't I, for the life of me figure out same. what I was meant to take a same. picture of. Yeah, same. Um, there was the brother you're, one with you're the space sh- You might be shooting thing. the stag. I was quite happy that he died before he shot the stag. Yeah, fair. <laughs> The, spe- oh, the, the the boy on the swing he was just a bit spoiled and I just wondered why the family didn't make more of an effort he was obviously grieving for like a dead was it a brother yeah 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 and like just make more of an effort with the kid don't yeah. just bugger off and have your wedding and leave him yeah. to die yeah then there's a boy underground that was weird because he just lived underground for a while then got hit by a train yeah something like that, that. went through under the house yeah some of them felt like do you know what it felt like Felix, they had three stories, but it wasn't long enough, so they had to make more, and some of them just didn't work very well. Yeah. Okay, I could understand on paper someone being like, you go out the window and you're a cat, and then you're a shark, and then you're a snake. And for some being like, that's fucking rad. Be- did you enjoy being the beast that was eating the sailors? No. Wait, uh, you were like a big long snake or something, and you were like killing the sailors on the boat, uh, slithering under. Was that cars. not the tail end of the first one? Was it? I yeah, think I think so. you're right. And that's what I mean. Like on paper, I could see how somebody could think that's a good idea, but then in action, I just don't think it worked. Yeah. Let's maybe let's focus on something that is staying. I would quite like to see Steamworld. Dig I think in the top ten. I think it stays. Um, I really like SteamWorld Dig 2. As I said, it's a great way to fill your time. Without It doesn't take too much attention. It yeah. doesn't take too much effort. It's just a really pleasant way to, to spend some time. The mechanics are fun. The little hook thing's fun. Figuring out ways to bypass certain enemies is fun. Discovering the little dungeons is fun. Disco- like The little puzzle dungeons are really cool. How you... You can see where the... So you find these little dungeons and the aim is to get an upgrade cog at the end. They're hidden somewhere and you have to navigate this little space and get to it. Yeah. And the the, the start the first few were really easy, but they're starting to get a little bit more complex now and taking a little bit of thought. They're probably the only part of the game that actually requires any thought. But they're quite fun. Like, little puzzles are... They're, they're quite fun to work out. They're, they're not too strenuous. They're not going to take you an hour. They'll take you 10 minutes. If, are you playing it on the TV or in handheld mode? Um... Almost exclusive on the TV. Um, I, my plan was to play a lot of it at work, but I've just been hunting Moons and Mario at work. Yeah. I think I've maybe put about another five hours into that game over this week at work, just dicking about trying to find Moons. Yeah. Um, and also, Thumper is cut into my SteamWorld League 2 time. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's a, it's a really, really fun, pleasant little game. Yeah. Um, and I fully think it deserves to stay on this list. Um, so yeah, like I'm I as much as I want to like Neo, um, one I've not played it, so mm-hmm. I can't claim to like it. Mm-hmm. But two, I am at the moment burnt out on Souls games. Yeah, that's fair. So enough. I'm I'm struggling to place that muster some enthusiasm. Yeah, even though I feel like it's the worthy of the three. I think 
of the three of these games, if we leave out Neo, I think, say we come to do this next year and you've played Neo, I think you'd regret not putting it on this I think list. so as well. Um, yeah. I, I, that seems like we're banking on you liking it a bit too much. Whereas I know you like Windjammers and for its flaws, we both like it as Finch. Yeah. And I'm the only one who's played Neo. And granted, I've only played five hours, maybe. So that game might get terrible. But it's a Souls-style game and it does enough different that it's not just a Souls rip. It's fun. It's challenging. The combat's cool. The weapons are cool. Even the main character is quick. Like, the, there's a story. I know what the story is, which is... Yeah. Without, do, without having do, to watch a uh, Vidivatri video or whatever the boy's yeah. name is, does the Souls I do recaps. need to get to it. Yeah. I don't know if it's enough that banking on you regretting that it's not on this list is enough. I think it makes the top 10 and falls off at top at 10. I could get with that. I'd... The more I think about Edith Finch, the more I think I'm probably willing to give Windjammers the edge over it. Where are you at with that? Yeah, it's the third of my three. Okay, well, let's punt it then, because it's probably the third of my three, and I've not even played Windjammers. I, will, I think Neo. Do you think there's too much limitations on enjoying Windjammers? Like, you need to be with friends... Yeah, it's not a game I could just go down when you leave. It's not a game I could just go down and play. Yeah, and the skill level thing as well. Yeah. Okay, let's get rid of Windjammers then and add Neo to our list. And I think Neo's goes in at number 10. I think that's fair. For um, me. Given how little I've played of it and you've not played it, it's riding its luck even being on this list. Mm -hmm. But the potential's there for it to be absolutely spectacular. I think if we both played through that game start to finish, I think it could it could be up this list quite a bit. I think so. But do you want to go over the ten before we? Yeah. So our ten at the moment are Cuphead, Horizon Zero Dawn, Wolfenstein Two, Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Odyssey, Legends of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Night in the Woods, Prey, SteamWorld Dig Two, and Neo. Yeah. So if we're going to order it, I think the tenth best game on that list is Neo. I would agree with that. So, if we write that there, which do you Bit think off. is the worst, essentially, I guess, what would you put at nine? I guess that's quite a good way to do it, isn't it? If we just argue it out. Yeah. Um, I will nominate... I honestly think Breath of the Wild. Out of all those games, it's the one that I, it's it, not including games like Wolfenstein because I've finished them and I love that game, but I've got no real desire to just go plump like straight back into it just now. Yeah. But if you said to me, one to nine, rank them in order of which you're going to play if you're all right in front of you, I think Zelda's last. I'm not sure how much weight that carries because I've not played Prey. Some of these other games, are, I don't know. To me, SteamWorld Steam 2 would be my number 9. Okay. I just think it's very much like its predecessor. Yeah, fair. Um, 
I don't actually know what it brings. It, it seems to bring mobility to the table. So SteamWorld Dig 1, I've seen, of what I've seen of 2, mm-hmm. um, you can like hook yourself onto walls. and yeah. kind of, you, It's all very much ground-based okay. in SteamWorld Dig 1. So it's, it's a significant improvement. Yeah. I just think it's not... I can concede it being 9 purely because when I look at this list... I'm not sure it makes it higher than eight for me anyway. So eight or nine, yeah. really. And I'm not gonna I'm not going on a passion crusade for making a pledge for SteamWorld Dig to be better than Breath of the Wild. Like I don't really care that yeah. much. Um I mean if you try to argue that Legend of Zelda is like number two, then we're gonna have some arguments, but No, I in my I think like I guess cards on the table, in my head, Zelda's Around about six. Right, okay. I think. I'm trying to think of one, two, three, four. One. I think there's six games that are that are comfortably above it, but there's one of those six that I could concede to you. There's four that I see above it. Okay. But I'm also cognizant that this isn't my list Mm -hmm. it's our list Mm -hmm. so um i think it's lower mid pack i think for me legend of zelda i think if we are going on the premise that zelda is around there then our next debate so basically my thinking was i would have horizon cuphead wolfenstein mario Night in the Woods, definitely above Breath of the Wild, and I would have Origins over it as well, but I could concede Origins to Breath of the Wild without too much of a fight. No, so I mean, then, I've got a lot of a dog in the fight when it comes to Origins. Yeah, um, so then for number eight, I think it's probably a shootout between Origins and Prey. Yeah. Um, Where are you with that? I think... As much as I like Prey, um, I encountered a bug where I picked up an item mm-hmm. and then I couldn't move. I had to reset the game. Yeah. Um, the, the gameplay itself is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think it... Maybe goes to I don't know. I'm trying to be difficult and say that it maybe goes to too much pains to make you. It does a bit of what Zelda does, um, or what you uh, you don't like about Zelda in that. Rather than tell me that I shouldn't go into a room, so like you, the the whole space, you find for yeah, the whole space station is open to you, mm-hmm. and but but it isn't <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. So like, rather than tell you, look, there's enemies in there that'll fuck yeah. you up. It'll just let you go in and get fucked up. Rather than being an invisible just door. Go, oh, by, or or yeah. even just go, oh, by the way, there's like mm. all they had. It's like, I don't know. That's it's, all it's, I want from Zelda. It's basically. the same criticism or the same thing that we kind of debated about Zelda and that there's no, it's not, a, it's not like a leveling system. So like you couldn't say he's out leveled yeah. by you, but if you included a leveling system, then it might make it more palatable. Yeah. All as I all I want from, from Zelda is an NPC just to say, um, oh, I've noticed that you might not 
it kind of takes you out of it because it's them telling you, but some somebody smarter than me to say something along the lines of you aren't experienced enough to take this section on yet. And it's up to me whether I want to ignore them or heed their advice. And if I ignore them and get pummeled, that's my own fault. And if I heed their advice and come back later and smoke it, then that's time saved in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't want it to be as direct as that because that completely takes me out of the experience. Again, I, I was going to say this, this is a personal experience, but it's a personal list. Um, they're to the point in Prey at times where I'm scared to play it because I just don't know what I'm going to run into. Yeah. And I don't know whether I'm going to run into a bit that I should be... Like, when I come up against a difficult enemy, mm-hmm. do I persevere and beat the enemy or do I think, well, this bit's... I'll just come back here later. Yeah, totally. Like That's... I've, I've got side quests that I don't know if I can do or not. Right. Because I don't know if... Yeah, there's like not a number next to it and yeah. not, you don't have a number. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see. I can see this in the same way as Breath of the Wild. I can see the appeal of that. I just think it's me. It's not my thing. Even if they color coded the missions, like so, yeah. green, orange, red. So you know, like yeah, I've green, done, I've done all the greens. Yeah. So let's move on to the oranges. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe or that's like too it's This is this is green just now, and then th- this is red. This is this is orange. This is red. Uh, you get five hearts and three things of stamina, and that orange becomes green or something. Yeah, I don't know. Just it sounds like we're being too picky because really, well, Breath we have of the Wild. Be. I know, I know. Um, I like Prey a lot, and I think I might have even fought for it to be higher if I played a bit more, a bit more of it. Can we at least count out these three? That one, yeah, and that one. And that one, so it's pretty much Origins and Prey. Yeah, is that what we're so fighting I, with I here? Put Prey then Origins, because you've you've played a lot more of Origins, and you've convinced me. I I think that's fair. Um, I really like Assassin's Creed. I think it's class, but yeah, seven is uh, a good number for it. I think it's probably about on my personal list. Maybe a little higher, but not not too much. Um, in the effort to sort of move along, mm-hmm. um, my I personally prefer Zelda to Night in the Woods. Okay. Um, but I'm willing to concede that this is where Zelda stops because Night in the Woods is at least doing something interesting and new, whereas I don't think Zelda does anything new. It takes what other things have in other games and just implies it, it applies it in its own Nintendo fashion right okay I also actively don't like the cooking mechanic it takes far too oh long to cook God. your stuff um, the rain can get lost the, the lightning the lightning can do the one stamina meter the stamina meter can get lost um, and I think the bu- the the it's not even bugs because it's entirely intentional but the the downsides of Legend of Zelda they they're infuriating beyond all belief. I can't believe how many times I tried to light that flame at oh, yeah. the, <laughs> that bird's house that she does all your, yeah. I don't know if she does your upgrades or whatever, I'm not really sure what she does, but you have to go find a flame and then walk back and light torches on the way back to keep your, so in case the rain comes on, you can light your torch. It's like a checkpoint system. But the amount of times the rain started and stopped in that, that mission 
in any other game would have taken about 15 seconds and it took me about nine minutes yeah i guess like so like i think where we have separate opinions is i like being able to just run around and explore mm-hmm. and i enjoy like climbing a tower looking for stuff to like go and make myself better totally. um but you're right it's it's the little things that like like that rain was that that mission was out with your control. Oh, completely. And Absolutely. There was nothing you could do. It's basically just go make a sandwich while you wait yeah. on yeah. the rain stop. Rain to stop. And all honestly, um, I left it, went to the toilet, and came back, and it's. It, by the time I came back, it was not. It wasn't raining. By the time I picked up the controllers, it was raining again. Like it was that bad. It was atrocious. I couldn't believe it. Um, and. There, I remember, I don't know if I sent this to you or if I sent it to the group, but there was a video or a picture I took and I was stuck on the side of a, on a hill for what felt like about 15 minutes, but it was probably about three or four <laughs> minutes. Um, I was just stuck because I couldn't move because it was raining and I didn't want to, I didn't want to lose all my progress because I was halfway up this hill. So I just left him hanging there until the rain stopped before I started climbing again. It's like stuff like that. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's really dumb. And by all accounts, there's the rain is the one thing that there's there's no way to overcome it. Yeah. It's and the the weapon breaking as well. Yeah, oh, I, I don't. I also don't like you know, like if you want to use go to a shop, yeah, you've got to click through the same chat over and yeah. over again. Oh. And even you can't just back out of a chat. You've got to finish it. Yeah, before you can leave. So yeah, yeah. I, I personally put Breath of the Wild. Then I'd have Night in the Woods. Yeah, agree. That's fine. I can I can live with that. It's higher on this list than it would be on mine but I'll accept it because ultimately what it does is it's good mo- it's, again, it's, again it's like maybe a bit like Edith Finch on crack what it, when, it, when you have the amazing moment of figuring out the puzzle or beating the boss that was pissing you off yeah. or getting to the next part or finding something that you weren't expecting or running into like something else it's, it's amazing yeah and it is it is wondrous in a mm-hmm. way that few other games are um but for me next is horizon is the one to be plopped on this list because I, I, again i would level the same things at that as i would at breath of the wild um, in that it, everything it does has been done before it just does what it does well my one I'm not going to fight you too hard on this if I don't know how passionate you are for Wolfenstein, but actually playing Wolfenstein is not that much fun. No, you're right. And that's the thing. Like, if we're talking about actually, like, mechanically um, unbiased, which is the better game, um, I think Horizon is probably the better game. I just have this. Love affair with Wolfenstein. It I is. Absolutely, it's incredible. I absolutely adored it when we were playing it, and and that just the the story moments. They're just so funny. Yeah. It, like it's rare. In fact, I can't think of any other games that have me laugh out loud laughing. Yeah, agree. Um, but also wanting to smash up a Nazi. It's. I've never once in my life played a game where I've actively wanted the gameplay to stop so I can get to the cutscenes. Yeah. It's bizarre. Like that is a new experience for me. Um, I'm not entirely sure I want it repeated all too many times. Uh, I think. But you're gonna get Mecha Hitler in the next game. But all they need to do is make it play like Doom, <laughs> and it will be so good. 
It would be number. I think it would be number one on this list if it played like Dune. Imagine, yeah. imagine at the end of Wolfenstein Three, you beat Mecha Hitler, and then you go to Mars and you fight the Dune monster. And, no, uh, Dune and, Dune. and then you get yeah, you get basically put in carbonite, and you it turns out oh, that you're you are EJ the Dune, Blasco, guy. The Dune yeah. guy. Yeah, that would be incredible. I. Where do you think Wolfenstein ends on this list? Three, or are you? Yeah, going higher? in my in my head, it goes Horizon next, and then Wolfenstein above it. Just because, because you're absolutely right. Um, level design, Horizon's great, uh, and, Wolfen- and Wolfenstein not, is actively it's bad. bad. Actively bad. <laughs> yeah, and the, I think the the navigation system is actively bad. Yeah, but at the same time, and that the stealth game is had actively me bad. Internally giggling with glee in a way that Horizon didn't. Yeah, like I played that game on the super baby mode, and it was a blast to just. Run through and just yeah, a blast of it. Yeah, Yeah. BJ blast of it. It was it was a blast to just run through and gun everyone down. But any higher difficulty and it just seems like a slog. I had a bit of a hard time to begin with, but eventually I don't know. Maybe I just got good. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. The only the only bit that I really didn't enjoy was the courtroom scene. It was terrible. Okay. And it was for it was totally at odds with so like this was a dream sequence. Yeah. And um in a dream sequence it should just it should be a power fantasy because yeah. he's imagining himself breaking out, so you should just be bashing folk up. They should yeah. make they should just make it so easy. I've heard And so, it's ridiculously difficult. It's just so at odds with itself. I heard a theory that even in BJ's mind he's a mess and that's why it's so hard. I, I get that I just think that's sh- that yeah, that's that. try hard to mm-hmm. make it fit for me yeah I think they just needlessly made that game hard to play for some reason that I can't really understand my other thing with Horizon is much because I, I think I a thousand pointed Wolfenstein did, did you? I? No, 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 you couldn't have because you need to, to platinum that. You need to get through on the hardest difficulty. Yeah, I didn't. So I once. platinum Horizon. Yeah. The DLCs come out. I've not had yeah. the biggest inclination. Wolfenstein DLC. No, that's just, that's true as well. Um, I just think I enjoyed my time with Horizon, but mm-hmm. after it finished, I was like, "Well, I'm done." Yeah. Whereas I, I still. Think about Wolfenstein. I, I, I do think about like, the cuts, like that head, yeah. getting your head yeah. cut off scene is just... And the Hitler stuff in Venus Yeah, is incredible. And you end up on Venus, what the fuck is going on? And Hitler's just like in front of you pissing on the floor. Yeah. Because you just... Uh, and by the end of that, I wanted to stick an axe in that chick's head. It was cool the way it finished. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, up and she's on a talk they show. make you hate her, yeah. which is... Although That's I, one thing I never really got from Horizon, like the the main bad guy in that. He was an asshole, but I don't know his name. I think I could describe him, maybe. I don't know if I could. He's like Is he a not just an AI? big brooding... It's a rampant AI. Like bald guy, maybe? But is he bad or not? It's up in the air. Uh, pass. I can't remember. I think you just fight an AI. Do you? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, that is one thing that Horizon does let itself down with is the characters. The story is great and the characters are kind of blah, which is weird. It's kind of hard to do. Yeah, and again, like, I think... Outside of Aloy, I think yeah, she's fantastic. Um, I still think the side, a lot of the side missions are just... Go fetch point, this. Pointless filler. 
Yeah. Whereas at least in Wolfenstein they were. But robot dinosaurs. Yeah. It's so good. It's amazing. The design of those dinosaurs are is absolutely incredible. And those little dungeon things are class. And overpowered, like overcharging the dinosaurs so they're on your side. Mm-hmm. And then you get that suit at the end that basically makes you invincible. Yeah. Which is pointless. Yeah. Although I'm playing that game on Ultra Hard at the moment. And, oh, yeah. uh, that suit makes a big difference. <laughs> um, I, I love both these games for very different reasons. I can get with Horizon then Wolfenstein if, if that's what you're feeling. I th- again, this is what's so difficult. Is I think Horizon's a better game. I think there's I a think cl- there the clear cut the between mark. these four and these six. Yeah, and I think there is a big bold line between. The mark that Wolfenstein has left on me is bigger than Fair. Horizon. Fair. That I think that basically uh, summarizes it. Really. Uh, because as you say. We're struggling to even remember what the main bad guy was. I think it's an AI, and then the black guy's helping you, but then he takes something at the end of the game, and you're like, oh, is he good or bad? Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll go with that. Are we? I assume we're, you're not going to try and make an argument for either Super Mario or Cuphead to be through here? No. Okay, that's fine. Um. So. It's got to be Mario than Cuphead, right? What, wait, what's number one in that? Cuphead. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, that was over quite quick. <laughs> Fucking hell. I was expecting uh, a big Mario push there. No, I like Mario a lot. Um, but Cuphead is just unlike anything I've ever seen. Yep. Whereas it, Mario is a very good Mario game. Yeah. The thing Mario does is... It's basically, like, almost flawless at everything it attempts. Yeah. It's gameplay is, I mean, we've already been over it, it's gameplay is second to none, this year especially, but it, almost, it handles almost better than anything I've ever played. And the highs of being a boss is probably higher than most other games. Yeah. Wait, are we talking about Cuphead or Super Mario here? Cuphead. Oh, right, Super Cuphead. Mario's, the bosses are easy. Yeah. Although the end of Mario is fantastic. I love it when you, you take over Bowser and you're running through and it plays that J-pop song yeah. when you're running about. Um, I also want to know why... Is, if this is the first mainline Nintendo game in which the main character isn't Mario? Because I'm 100% convinced that Mario dies at the start of Mario Odyssey. You know when he gets kicked off of that boat he's on? Oh, yeah. And then you end up in a ghost world that looks eerily like the afterworld yeah <laughs> and then you get what, what every time Cappy possesses someone mario disappears disappears and then you control so you think Cappy and the ghost is the main character i think that, yeah. i think Cappy is reanimating mario's dead corpse <laughs> i love it yes i'm all in mario number one and then <laughs> the other one when you're in new dog city mm-hmm. and you've got to go around getting bits for a party and then there's an awesome bit at the end of that when you've got all your stuff like the band and things like that for the party where you do the party and Mario's like running through this area like doing like Donkey Kong, old Donkey Kong levels mm-hmm. and it's really fun. That reads to me like Donkey Kong is a deposed dictator and you're 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 having a public celebration about his deposition. 
<laughs> I do love that it's New Donk City and he's not even there. He's like, not even there. What did Pauline do? Because he got deposed because he was a brutal dictator chucking barrels at everyone. <laughs> and people were like, no, we're getting rid of him. I love the depth you found from this very mundane, blasé Mario story. Mario is dead. I'm telling you. I like it. I'm all for it. Imagine they just didn't do any more Mario games because he's dead. There's also a glitch. There's also a glitch in the game um, in which you can get yourself killed by one of the flower things. You know the massive snapping flowers. What? Where are they? Uh, They're throughout the whole game. There's it's a Mario staple in the two D Mario. It's the thing that comes out the pipe and spits fire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get killed by them as you're taking over possession of it. And Mario's body disappears and you stay as Cappy. It's a glitch, but that. Fits into my yeah, theory does. that Mario's dead. Hilarious. Could you imagine if they came out and said that? <laughs> so good. The, this, the, By the way, lads, Mario's Mario's dead. never going to be in another Mario game. It's now Cappy. Yeah, Super, Super Cappy. Cappy Odyssey too. Yeah. I like it. Where, you, where you've got to hunt down and murder Luigi so you can reanimate his corpse. Yeah, fair. For his girlfriend. <laughs> I did like at the end as well. I know a lot of people have moaned about this because whatever... They're all Mario nerds, and I've got zero nostalgia for Mario. But I liked when Bowser and Mario were basically fighting like little More girls little as girls. Peach just disappears on the Odyssey. Yeah. It's like, see you later. Uh, yeah, that game's great. It really is. It just falls a little short of Cuphead for me. I mean, like again, like I probably liked Mario better than Cuphead. I just know when to pick my battles. <laughs> um... But Cuphead's fantastic. Yeah. Like, looks-wise, gameplay-wise, boss-wise, like, everything. It's just fantastic. I think... Single-player, multiplayer. For me as well, with Cuphead, it just... It gave me something I didn't know I wanted. I didn't know I liked 2D side-scrolling platformer running-gun games. Well, that's exactly it. As much as I... This Cuphead isn't... It's, it's the game of the year for stick twiddlers. Stick flickers. flickers. But... There's no game on this list that made as much an effect on me as Cuphead did for you. Yeah, I think that's fair. As I said, I think there's uh, this has been a year of really good games with one great all-time game. Uh, I Cuphead will be with me forever. It's yeah. So do you want to run down this list in order, ten to one? Let's do it. Uh, so our Stick Flickers Game of the Year for 2017 list. Number 10, Neo. And 9, SteamWorld Dig 2. 8, Prey. Number 7, Assassin's Creed Origins. Number 6, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number 5, Night in the Woods. Number 4, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number 3, Wolfenstein 2. Number 2, Super Mario Odyssey. And number 1, Cuphead. That's that. That's a good list. Wait, where's Dream Daddy in all of this? Dream Daddy is in the bin. <laughs> yep, with all the other dating simulators. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, we never played it, and it's not on our most. It's not on our games. We sorry, I missed particularly, so no, doesn't get to, to be considered unfortunately for it. But that brings to close our five day extravaganza of the Stick Flickers Game of the Year podcast. I've been, oh well, that has been it. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at DavidSmiley1. He is at, what are you now? KingDice29. KingDice29. And yes, please follow, uh, subscribe to us and leave us a review on iTunes. And with that, I've been David. He has been Scott. We have been Stick Flickers.
and I'm out. See you later.